Welcome everyone to Typically a Barkeeper. This is your host, Barkeeper Speaking, and today we have my good friend Mark with us today, and we are going to talk about some topics. Mark, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. Yep, I'm Mark, Skyler's uh, longtime friend. Uh, we've known each other since way, way back in Shoot, I don't yeah. know, preschool days. Almost. Yeah, yeah, pre- I, I'm pretty sure preschool days around that time. Yep. We are going to go ahead and take a look. All righty. So today I think we're going to talk about a couple things. I know one thing that we're going to talk about, we're going to tell you all a little bit about ourselves and how we came to this day and that we are, or, I mean, I, I'm streaming. Mark actually just does a little bit of gaming by himself, and uh, we, we tend to, he plays, Solely on uh, PC, really, and I'm Xbox only at the moment because I'm poor. <laughs> that is. So I'll let Mark go ahead and talk about his game history a little bit, and then we'll go with mine. All right. Well, uh, gaming started way back, probably, I don't know, middle school, high school. Um, I, think, yeah. I was super interested in getting a console because I didn't go to a friend's house and they'd have an Xbox or whatever. And, yeah. And we didn't have anything yeah, yeah, back we... then. Um, so trying to convince my parents to get me like an Xbox or a PlayStation, uh, but to no avail because for one Christmas, uh, we got a Wii, uh, <laughs> one of the original like classic white Wiis. And we actually rocked that for the longest time. Uh, like, you know. Just the regular Wii games. Um, yeah, we but... I mean, we did too. I mean, we definitely had one of those. I uh, we I know my dad had just had PS One whenever I started, but like I know we definitely. I think everyone got Wii. Like yeah, those were I the mean, best things at the time. It was the most innovative, at least. Yeah, if you Nintendo. haven't gamed on a Wii, you don't know what you're missing. You really like, don't. Even as much hate as it gets, it's honestly. Well, today, I mean, today it doesn't stand up because of Connect and uh, PlayStation Move. Oh, definitely. And, and like things like that, like they've advanced those and the the Vive and uh, Oculus Rift and advancement of that. But that was definitely the forefront of like where a motion control went and past that point. Yep. Uh, But continuing uh, from the Wii, we had kind of a, a regular like Dell family computer and we'd play small video games like actually from a disc you'd have to put the disc oh, in to yeah. play the game so uh classics like roller coaster tycoon i played that oh that. man that's that's really the only one i can remember honestly um but from there um it was about sophomore year of high school i built my first computer uh with a pretty low budget and uh with probably most people's first build if they don't really know what they're going at mm-hmm. uh, they make yeah. a few mistakes like i did uh, the, <laughs> of the parts that i chose and how long it took was definitely not ideal uh, but as of now i've built probably i would say 15 around 15 gaming computers for friends and family and it's quite an achievement <laughs> really like that is really a great achievement to yeah so build 15 i haven't built my own even though i have a shell in my garage that's filling with spiders and i'm gonna just burn it one day but continue (laughs) on (laughs) yeah but i mean i'm super into computer parts super into building it um that's mainly the reason why i chose the degree that i'm going with which is cybersecurity, which isn't super in the line with building computers but it is still computer Computer. science yeah yeah, computer science So, so he's going to be the guy that like 
he's going to play off this whole part of he's going to secure your computer and then he's going to steal all your <laughs> crap. He's not, he's just going to steal all of it. That's what yep, he's No, mine. no, he's, he's doing really great work. He's doing he's doing God's work over here. So, um uh, I know you're a bit you're a big CS:GO fan or oh, CS:GO definitely. player. Yeah. I have um shoot, last time I looked over 2000 hours in CS:GO alone. Yeah. Um I mean, I play with a bunch of friends, competitive. Um, I'm super into the pro scene. Um, for yeah, example, the last major in Boston was super exciting because that was the first North American win in CSGO. Yeah, so nice. Very, very, nice. very nice to hear that, exciting. Um, I'm, I'm really interested with how how esports is going nowadays and like how that's evolving i mean it's it's now people are going to school in michigan i've heard of that are going solely because they're a pro player and they're getting a full ride because of it yeah like that's that's a thing now i mean i think i don't think that you can you can definitely talk about ps or pc gaming without bringing up esports because of how much of an influence i mean the drake ninja moment i think that's when it re i mean really a lot of people didn't know in the grand scheme of the world, like before Fortnite came along and brought those two together, and that was the social media biggest hit for Ninja. I know that made it made him bigger than what he was at the time, and so I mean that's definitely a point to bring up. Oh yeah, like uh, Ninja's success. Honestly, I mean, if you hate the guy, if you love the guy, if you don't care for his content, like no matter how you feel about him, this dude has definitely blown up the competitive PC scene and. Uh, just people seeing gaming as an actual career path. Yeah. It's just so many eyes have been open to the possibility of that. And I feel like a lot of people, especially young people, are going to want to try to follow him in his success. I mean, obviously not everybody is going to become a ninja. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you got to find your niche. You got to find your niche. Yeah. And then that you go off of that. Like Ninja's been doing this for 10 years. Oh, definitely. He's been, he's been doing it for 10 years and been working on it since Halo days, like when Halo was big. Yep. And he didn't get big until, what, five, maybe two years ago, I think? I don't really remember yeah, when. Yeah, probably just he, over a year ago. Yeah, like, I mean, he was still up. making a career out of it but before that, but that's whenever the big everybody knew what Fortnite was, and that's what made a lot of kids drive to that, like they wanted it. And now I've seen uh, Ninja in... Uh, in Samsung ads now, like he's getting sponsored by Samsung to play games on the phone for Fortnite, and it's like that's insane that 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 gaming has made an influence in that point. But yeah, every person going into this streaming deal, their that's their goal is to become a ninja, yes. to be so huge that you're almost a household name. When I don't know, five years ago, that was definitely not an option. It wasn't even oh, even in the scope of anybody. No, like if you got told if you told your parents that you were gonna play professionally for Call of Duty or whatever it was, it wasn't doable. Like you were looked at like you were a crazy person. You were dreaming that you that that's not a goal in life that you can set. That's the the special people. But nowadays with internet and the way that streaming has become so popular and so accessible, because you can stream from any console now. You can stream from. Like, we didn't have that back in the 360 days for these kids that don't have a 360 and didn't grow up with that. We couldn't stream like this. We couldn't do any of this. Like, PS3, Xbox 360, the PS1, 2, all of them, really, anything before Xbox One and PS4, you couldn't do any of this. And I, I think Switch is going to be the next evolution of this, is that it's going to be mobile streaming now. Like, you can Definitely. stream from any location 
on this twit on the switch. So yeah, the portableness of it is what makes it good. Yes, definitely. And you can if you can like you, I I can see this like where people could be doing meetups together like as a group and like hey we're gonna stream at the Boston Park whatever like just for instance and have a group of people gather at that event like kind of mixing real life with um gaming at the time like mixing a crowd of people together like people watching it you if people can't come to you you can go to them and like play a game with them or something like stream with um like uh for organizations and stuff go to a hospital and play with kids and like play Fortnite or fifa or whatever you want to play things like that i can see that going with that direction Anyways, to get back to the channel and whatnot i know that i haven't really discussed too much of what this channel is so um, I, and then I, I'm going to discuss this real quick and then we'll, we'll, we'll go into the, the dirty details of my whole past and my gaming experience and all that. I know Mark's done a really good job with telling all his past and everything. So, um, we, I, for one, the bar, typically a barge keeper started with the idea that whenever you go to in Skyrim, for instance, I know that that's a pretty good example that you go up to a bartender or barkeepers they're called in that time some sometimes depending on the game you're playing whatever anyways the uh, they will give you a quest maybe some game information they'll give you um just a couple things to keep you going on your way maybe even some supplies and that's all going to play into the way that this channel is ran how this this uh I guess you would call it an organization or a company even, and uh, that this will be ran is that, for one, we've already got a quest going on for this month, and I, and I don't know if a whole lot of people know about it because I don't think a whole lot of people saw it, but um, the quest right now is No Lost November, and what your goal is is because it's almost impossible to really keep keep from not losing at all, but if you keep below a certain percentage level, you're going to get excuse me, a badge, that you can really just continue on, um, like, okay, so you can put this on your, your logo, your profile picture, share it with your friends, anything like that. It's going to be this vector logo that you're going to get to share with anybody that you see. And you'll, and there is a bronze, silver, gold, and platinum status. So if you're staying within, I think I said 2% to 5% loss rate. So you're winning almost 95% of your games to 100% of your games. You're going to get that platinum badge, and that will show that you are the top dog in the area, that you are showing that you have played your butt off. Now, if you get a bronze, I'm I'm probably just going to get that to, like, anything below 50%. If you're losing, you had a bad month, you had a really, really bad month of like, you're not winning a whole lot, but you know what? It happens. It really does. And so that will, that bronze badge can be given out to anybody that just sends in their statistics to typically a bartender. They, I'm on Discord, I'm on Twitch, Mixer, Facebook uh, groups, um, Twitter, Instagram, all of them. Go ahead and send it to any of those. They've all been updated to say typically a barkeeper because it was bartender and all that. that we're not going to talk about that past. That's not, that's past this. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's some of the information. We're going to try to also go into some, um, some news some reviews and things like that. I know me and Mark have been playing some games recently that, um, I know I, I just got done playing some Battlefield five and Red Dead Redemption recently with some games that you've been uh, playing. 
Recently. Um, recently, I've been super into Call of Duty Black Ops 4, mostly mi multiplayer. I haven't really touched the... Blackout mode. Yeah, blackout? I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't touched the Battle Royale yeah. mode, but I played a little bit of Zombies, so I can talk about Zombies just a little, yeah. but mostly multiplayer uh, yeah. in the meta on PC. So Okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's some, so we'll talk about a couple games and things like that, but also we're going, um, I'm going to go ahead and go into my pat, like, oh, well, actually one more thing before I move on that they, uh, another thing we, I had mentioned is like the quest and the information side of it, but we also in, in, invite entertainment and things like that. So this channel will eventually be a shared channel to where we are inviting people to stream for us. Like we are, we are going to host people that would be, and we're going to host, do host parties and things like that. So if you're a streamer and you're a small streamer or a big streamer, even contact us and we're going to try to get you some viewers out of this and do a host party and whatnot. Like we're going to, I'll be in there with them. I, I would gladly forfeit my my streaming time to show off someone else that that is in maybe need hurt and some views or maybe just wants to get into a new community. So that's definitely something I want to bridge off into and eventually do one day with some people and do some collabs. Obviously, like we're, we're definitely gonna be. I'm always on Discord. You can always find me there. I'll be chatting always. So just find me there. And but let's go move on past that. So some of the other things that I uh, I play through my days is I know Mark has played me and him get used to game way back whenever I had a PS3 or PS2 and we would play like PS2 days we'd play uh what was that one racer game I can't remember up Dune Racer was it oh, oh man you know what I'm talking about you're taking though? it way back yeah I yeah, remember yeah. that one um gosh dang it because i don't think i played the ps1 with you i don't think that we nope. we hung out at the, i mean we were friends at the time through school but i don't think we started hanging out till like a couple years after that when right. i had ps2 um gosh what was that i want to say dirt but i know it's not dirt no it wasn't dirt at the time that was oh it was like a you were smuggling what was it smugglers run Smuggler, yeah. yeah, Smuggler's Run, way back in the day, that was uh, Smuggler's 1 and 2 on PS2. We played that, because it was split-screen at the time. It was like one of the only split-screen games I think I had at the time. I think that one, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit was on there. Yep. Well, so Watching Clank, I think we played that a little bit together, maybe. I'm not sure, but um, I think that was like the first one, first, some of the first games we played together, and then... Past that, Battlefield was a big structure for us for some reason because it was the only team game that was a shooter on the PS3 at the time that really you could get into, a first-person yep. shooter. And Battlefield Bad Company won. It was on PS3. We put a lot of... I mean, we, we hung out a lot of time and we were playing games and whatnot, and that was one of the definite games we played together. Um, I, I stuck solely to so Sony for most of my time, and then I moved over to, because uh, I, I played a lot of games, I could go into each individual one, like I played Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, a lot of those games, things like that, like kid games that you would you enjoy, and still to this day I enjoy playing them. And another thing was the PS3, when that came out, I was so blown away by the graphics at the time. It was just like nothing can beat MotorStorm's graphics and the way it was built and everything. And now I look today, I'm like, wow, that's garbage. <laughs> that, it's just not comparable. 
But uh, I think we played more Star- Motor Storm together, didn't we? Definitely. With yeah. The dune buggies and the huge trucks and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was like a. It was this weird mix. I know they just released a new game called Onrush. It was called Onrush. It didn't do as well as the rest of them, but it's still fun. It's a lot faster paced and not as realistic and things like that. But I don't know if you can create a Motor Storm in today's world, like with the way racing games are and everything. Yeah, it was almost. I want to I want to call it like a tame Mad Max almost. Yes. Like with a the huge boost, yeah. Like killing other people like I guess get well. <laughs> you kill them. Like you you spawn but you definitely kill these people like you knock them off the side of a do like a um in uh, Monument Valley is where this game was placed and you would race through with dirt bikes, ATVs, um, try to go through them all from memory. I know trucks, ra- rally cars, trucks, rally cars, oh, semi trucks, semi trucks, yeah, semi trucks. <laughs> it was like it was like why is there a semi truck in the racing like, why scene? Is that even but an option? it was, and you would just ram into people and just instantly explode a bike, and it was great. <laughs> but yeah, the graphics on that game was amazing, and that, and by the way, that I wasn't allowed. Uh, we we were both like. Not insanely sheltered, but, like, we didn't play M-rated games until... Definitely not. Like, I know for myself, I probably didn't play to like, 15 or 16 easily. Like, Modern Warfare 2 was the first game I was able to play that was M-rated, and that was because I convinced my parents that these people were bad people and I wasn't killing good people. <laughs> and Because uh, my parents had heard all the horror stories of Grand Theft Auto. Whenever you actually play Grand Theft oh, Auto, yeah. it's like... Yes, there's all this horrible things happening, but in Grand Theft Auto Five, literally you steal a car and you drive it off a cliff and run at someone. Like that's all you do in that entire game. Like, there's, it's just people were scared of it. Almost. It was. It, it it was like it was a really turn in our society as to where people started getting less and less turned away from, or turned away. Yeah, they turned away from like the good school kids and like you're going to play games that are actually going to kill someone else and you're you're not going to I mean it, I know my wife has done with this and we're not going to go into that kind of topic right now but you know what it's it it's a different topic for another day in another podcast but anyways we're moving past that I moved on to 360 and found out that 360's ex, uh multiplayer gameplay was 100 times better than PS3's crashing every single month gameplay and it got old <laughs> So I moved over to the Xbox, bought an Xbox One for $800 and regret every second of it, knowing that PlayStation <laughs> 4 has came out with so many great games and I'm missing out. But you know what? I don't regret it in a sense that multi- multiplayer is, has been the biggest it has ever been on Xbox, and it's going to stay that way, I think. I think Xbox is focusing solely on their multiplayer gameplay, and if you want a great single-player experience, you're going to go to PlayStation in that series. Okay. Because like, yeah, you get where I'm coming from. Like, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like God of War, Spider Man, uh, just in the last couple months, um, last Last of Us in general, then uh, Uncharted series, then uh, Red Dead's PS only, isn't it? No, it's not. Red no, Dead, it's not. no, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption Two is on all consoles and PC. Okay. I'm pretty sure, not PC, not PC, not PC. Okay, not PC. That's yet. where I was confused. That yeah, it's gonna come to PC eventually. I'm pretty sure though well hopefully that's a huge market for them yeah that's definitely they there there's no way rockstar is not going to go to pc i know that get grand theft auto 5 didn't come to pc till much later 
Yeah, so they I, did, I feel yeah. like they'll do the exact same they'll thing. They'll do the same thing. And plus, online didn't roll out. It doesn't roll out till next week, if I'm right. So I did I, something like that. Hope. All right. All right. <gasps> All right, so yeah, we did check that, and it is released in public beta this month, Red Dead Redemption 2 Online. So that is one game I have been playing myself. But, okay, yeah, and, I mean, that's, I, I round up at Xbox One, I still enjoy it, I mean, I still have a lot of fans on that system and everything, so that's where we're kind of at right now. Okay, so, I know one game that, um, I'm gonna let Mark talk about, uh, about Black Ops real quick, and how that game, how he's enjoying it, his review on it, and whatnot, so go, go ahead and take it on, take it on away. So, Black Ops 4, um, they announced, well, this is from the perspective of PC-only player. I haven't touched it on console yet. Um, so they announced that they would give more support for the PC platform on Call of Duty this year. And so far, it's been okay. Um, most of the the stuff that uh, PC players have come to expect in any online game, actually. Mostly yeah. uh, like FPS games like that, uh, like an FOV, Slider... Um, Shoot, I don't know. Uh, a bunch of different keybinds and reassigning changing. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah changing Just those. Yeah, quality of life things for a PC player. Um, I feel like they've done a pretty good job with that. So so far, I really like the game. Um, I'm only, I think Prestige two. Okay, like yeah, halfway nice. through Prestige two. Yeah, very nice. Then. And um, I've got Diamond on assault rifles and tack rifles, and you know, just working on that, grinding with some friends. Um, I've mostly been playing hardcore for the headshots. Uh, I mean, yeah, um, that's all <laughs> I played. Yeah, that's really the best way to get headshots. Um, but anyway, I feel like the hardcore game mode. Uh, is super good. I feel like it's well balanced. Uh, like the perks that you can uh, that you can get aren't super overpowered. I mean, there's a few overpowered things, but honestly, it's hard not to have overpowered things, especially when most guns one shot kill. Yeah. So well, I think in any game there's a balancing process, but you can only balance so much. And I think that if it, they have to nerf the guns in some instance of like it takes skill to play it i think that's what it comes down to it's like if you can make a game skill based rather than it has enough power that can kill anybody and anybody can pick it up that's where the difference comes in at i think yeah there's definitely a huge struggle with balancing things like personally i've never had to deal with balancing things because obviously i don't make games but there comes a point where you have to have things that are different because if you balance it perfectly every gun is going to perform the same, so why have multiple guns? Just give everybody the same gun. Yes. So, I feel like they did a really good job with that. Um, I did play, I guess, a couple games of the Battle Royale Blackout, and it's pretty fun. Uh, the looting is easy. Uh, the frame rate is good. The The gameplay, like the gadgets you can pick up, the nades, the just all of it's really nicely balanced. Mm -hmm. uh, like, for example, you can fly a helicopter and people think that that would be super OP. You'd have a, a height advantage, a speed advantage, and it's harder for you to get hit. But honestly, it's not that big of a problem. It's good, um, to, hear, it's good to hear that they, they've balanced out some of the, yeah. the OP stuff. Like, I, I when I saw the, whenever I saw the trailer, I was like, 
everybody's going to be going for those helicopters and just wrecking everybody alive. And they're going to be the only ones that love fly live because it's not going to work. But I've been proven wrong completely because that game is doing top right now. Like, it's being Fortnite in some instances. I've seen it. Like Yeah, it, definitely. Like, the top streamers that love the game. Um, I know, just to name a few, obviously Shroud loves it. He's like the FPS yeah. god right now. Um, I don't know if people watch Dr. Disrespect. He's yeah. a huge Call of Duty guy who yep. he actually used to design maps for Call of Duty, and now wow. he's, okay. he's playing them, and yeah. he still loves it. So That's good to hear that. <laughs> coming from a guy who used to work at the place, I would say they're doing a pretty good job. Yeah, I've actually talked to a couple of people. One person that actually made Ghost, I think. and Or no, Advanced Warfare. He worked on Advanced Warfare, and I was like, so how would you like the game? It's like I enjoyed a lot of it, and it had it had a couple issues, but I enjoyed it. And probably I'm being biased because I made the game, but somewhat. But I'm like, yeah, I didn't like that one. <laughs> Sorry to hear that, but but yeah, that I haven't played Blackout myself at all, really. So that's Mark's only thing. Like he's got that on me completely. I know he's got like CS:GO and everything too. I don't play those games. Cause yeah, I, yeah, we'll we'll talk about CS:GO maybe later. But um, I just want to go to like the zombies mode. Yeah. I know. Honestly, my little brother has played it more than me <laughs> really? on okay. my own computer. Um, <laughs> well, but he's, he's racking up your numbers for you. Yeah, yeah, he's boosting my uh, my stats on the zombies mode. Yes. But I played a couple games, and it's it's pretty fun. I'm not super into, like, the Easter eggs or anything like that. Um, but I've watched a couple streamers. I don't know if any of you know Syndicate Pro Live, I think is what his full name is his streamer name is but he's a super he's super into zombies and i've watched him play rounds and rounds and rounds of zombies just grinding out these uh yeah. achievements and the easter eggs he's super into the easter eggs oh yeah i know that's a huge part of the zombies community well and yeah and i think we even played it like back in the day on black ops one i think me and you mm -hmm. played yeah black ops one and um black ops two had the Oh shoot! I'm not really. Oh, transit. Yeah, with, is that what you're referring with the to? Bus. Yes, the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah the bus. The that, bus. That's that, the one thing I remember. Yes, that was that was one of the better ones. And then there's Alcatraz, and I honestly just revisited them like last or two months ago. Sorry, two months ago I definitely played them again, and I was like, wow, they really, really did a great job. And they lost kind of. I think they lost touch with what made Call of Duty Call of Duty, and. I know World War II was the last one I played personally, and I, I don't know, like, it, there was something missing to me. I mean, I enjoyed it. Like, it, it was an enjoyable game. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't know. I don't feel like that they they portrayed what they wanted to with World War II. I don't think they wanted, I think they wanted to revisit and do what they had done before with Call of Duty 1, 2, and 3, but it just didn't come across as like that. It just didn't feel in touch with the Call of Duty gameplay. Like, Modern Warfare 2, I don't know if anyone's going to beat that, to be honest, for me personally, because yeah. that was a hard, hard knock to, or notch to beat, really. But I think the Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3 story campaign beats them all. Like, I think that that story, yes. like, was really great. And I think that that, as a, as a series gameplay, I don't know about all the rest of the series I've played that really has done a great job of, like, I mean, there's a lot of good series out there, don't get me wrong, like Uncharted and like a whole bunch of other games, but as a, on the front of FPS games, that's the better version of it, really. Yeah, I feel like we haven't really had a super good single-player shooter experience 
in a while. Yeah, I, I feel like it's been a while that's been like I know. Um, which one was it? Uh, Rainbow Six Siege that took off as a different competitive as a competitive yeah. gameplay. Really, that was that was really like. I don't know. I don't know what was the last one to be honest. Really, that I could say, this game made everybody happy, and as a gaming community, really enjoyed this FPS. But like, I don't know. I mean, Destiny. I guess Destiny won. Yeah, I don't know. There's, I don't know. there's definitely a crowd for each game out there that'll fight tooth and nail to say that this game is the best and yeah. this has the best experience and the best mechanics. And Destiny Two doesn't. <laughs> just gotta get a little stab in there i know that the destiny 2 royally screwed up on a lot of things i mean it's a great game don't get me wrong i haven't played it personally but i've heard all the everything around it by the way fallout 76 i i i'm not going to talk about it really because all i've heard is just the same thing and i'm and i've heard people who like it and i do but just stay away from it for a while and get it four months on the road or five months on the road when they release a bunch of updates. That's what I'm going to say because I feel like that's a safe, safe route to go. And if it's still good, if, if people are still saying this is a great game for months on the road, you'll see me playing it. Well, yeah, I actually, feel like, four months. I feel like it's, a lot of games nowadays kind of go that route of dropping uh, on their release date kind of a little bit ahead of schedule, I think, mm -hmm. because the game isn't as polished as it could be. And then about, you know, a couple months down the road, like maybe half a year down the road. They fix it. They really <laughs> lock it in and they get it balanced and they get the community happy. And mm -hmm. I think that's it's... that's like prime time to pick up a new game, in my opinion, if you're on the edge, is a couple months into the life of the game. Um, for example, oh, I don't know. Call it Black Ops, even. I think Black yeah. Ops 4 even yeah. has, has a, a bunch of updates they, since they come out. Like, Yeah, they had a couple road bumps. They had some huge balancing issues. I know, I, the, I know uh, especially on console, there were some bad things. Oh, that just, the 9-bang. Or what was it 7-bang? What's it called? 9-bang, yeah. 9-bang, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that got removed completely from uh, Blackout mode. Yep. Because yep, it was it just OP'd. I, 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 I know that move in uh, multiplayer. I could just see how that would be a pain in the butt, Blackout. <laughs> But yeah, for just going back to Skylar's example of Fallout 76, you know, there's definitely some issues there that they need to iron out. And I feel like in a couple months, they will iron it out mm -hmm. and then it'll be it's a great Bethesda. game. Like, how, yeah. they can't just not release a, they can't really not make that community happy. They will, they, they've been talking this game up since E3 when we knew about definitely. it. Definitely. And it's like, everybody saw the game being as, and, and a lot of people didn't like it because of it being a multiplayer game. Don't worry. All I've heard is that you don't see a single soul because it's like 24 people, I think, in the multiplayer. And it's a big map. So it's you huge. don't see a person the entire time you can play. But what I did hear is that there is a lot of issues with balancing out how the the inventory. I know that's a big deal with a lot of people. Like The inventory system has been really, really reduced. And uh, that... Uh, that you get weighed down really easy and things like that. But um, moving off past that, I know me personally, I've been playing Battlefield Five like crazy. Like, I that game is great in every way. And a lot of people are like, oh, there's all these problems with the game and everything else. And those are all issues that we don't talk about because <laughs> they are highly, highly just... <laughs> 
you can get in conversations that is not comfortable yeah. for anybody. And uh, it's... I would I would sum that up as non gameplay issues. Yes, non gameplay <laughs> issues because it's it it boils down is if if it's a good game because I'm not gonna play the story to be honest. Like the stories are for certain people and you can enjoy those stories and that's fine. I play multiplayer only. Sorry, it doesn't bother me that there's like just different gameplay options. Like I don't care. It's a game. Yeah, the they can do what they want. <laughs> multiplayer is definitely the biggest thing for me because that's the thing that'll last the longest. Like yeah. once you play a single player campaign, maybe twice. Unless you... it's got war, then you get like okay, well, you can play there, there like three or four times and like still play. No, I I get what you're saying though. But completely. I mean, once you play it through a couple of times, you know what's gonna happen and you know the storyline basically, and there's no reason to play it again in my opinion. Yeah, and so the um, multiplayer um, once experience you find is everything. what is going to be on top. Yeah, because you're going to get the replayability of it. Like that's what makes the game replayable. As multiplayer, so the whole reason it was introduced, really, I think. Like, I mean, we wanted to play with friends, but I think that replayability is what companies bank on nowadays. They don't bank on like a story game. I mean, unless you're God of War, which is like you can't beat God of War or Red Dead Redemption, which I know Red Dead Redemption Two just beat like all the sales in three days on internationally <laughs> and all uh, all across entertainment, even I think. But um, I know, for instance, Red Dead Redemption has so much gameplay. That game is for certain people, but people get bored of it. Like people can still get bored of it. I mean, they will eventually. But multiplayer still allows a different experience every single game almost. You can play the same game 30 different times, same map, same mode, and get a different experience every single time. A uh, prime example, Battlefield 4. Yes. How old is that game? Like, oh, and that community is huge. It's huge still. It's insanely huge. And People say that they haven't even played Battlefield 1 and 5 because they're still on 4. Yeah, and, so, and the fact that, I mean, I know that Battlefield 4 can go on sale for as low as... Like ten dollars, yeah, ten dollars for premium. That's yes. all the maps, all the special guns. I mean, which is insane. Yeah, like Battlefield there's that 1, much content for ten dollars. Yeah, Battlefield One actually on in October went on sale for free, completely free. You could get yep. the game, or no, I'm sorry, November, November it went free completely. The game went free, but during uh during october the premium went free with all the maps and everything and then the next month it rolled out with a new free game completely that's like that's uh i think it's 120 dollars in total if you pay up for premium up front and 60 dollars which a lot of us paid up front for 60 dollars on the game and we're not happy that they gave it away for free about a year or two later but <laughs> you know what i mean it's happy that there's more people getting involved with the community now there's more people being introduced to those games and that makes me happy that like they're still expanding their their community through other games yeah if a community if a game development company can develop more than one community through their older games still you're doing your right you're doing your job right i think yeah especially Even, with like the battlefield one and the battlefield five being world war one and world war two i felt like that meshed a lot better than anything really because if you give Battlefield 1 basically away, super cheap. And there's small elements of Battlefield 5 in there, like you'll get oh. a special skin for Battlefield 5 yes. if you complete an assignment in Battlefield 1. And people are like, oh, Battlefield 5, that sounds really fun because yes. it'll be the next in the series. And so they look at that and... Also, Battlefield 5 technically is 
like graphically, it's one of the best first-person shooters out Definitely. there. I I don't think anything is beat it. I don't think anything can beat it. I don't know. It's it's the most realistic. Like there is a lot that goes into like I've been playing Sniper really really well right now, and this is the first game I'm actually really mastering a sniper in, and I can lead my shots, and I can predict where they're gonna fall and everything, and actually play a sniper the way a sniper is supposed to be played. And even though the sniper glare and you can you can say it's not realistic, but they have to do something to counter snipers because if you don't, you set up on the corner of the map as a camper and you just sit there and rack up kills the entire game. I mean, you could do it. Like it's it it would be impossible to get a sniper without the sniper glare. I mean, you could do it, but like it just makes it a lot more difficult. And camping is a lot easier. But uh, I mean, other than that, like in uh, the new map Hamada. They, it's it's based in North Africa and it's the largest map built for a Battlefield game and it is large and the game plays great so it you would think the larger the maps get the more space out your gameplay will get it doesn't there is still pile ups like you still like mash at certain points because in Conquest you really have this one central map between the enemy side and the attacker or yeah the defender side and the attacking side. And you meet this bridge, and it's like this battle to get across this bridge. Now you can go under this bridge, you can go over it, you can fly in a, a plane and drop in from above. And it's all these different options, and you can try punching through with a tank, like the Churchill special tank that they kind of repurposed from Battlefield 1 that was those large vehicles that you would get at halfway through the map whenever you were losing. Well, now you get the V1 rocket. You can drop this thing in on an enemy position and just wipe them out and then run in and rush in and clear the rest of them out with the support gun. It's things like that that you don't get with any other game, in my opinion. I don't think there's a game that really pushes the squad gameplay as much as... I mean, I don't think a squad multiplayer game, it pushes it as much as the rest of them. Like, CSGO is a team effort rather than a squad base. They really, really push it on Battlefield that you stick with your squad and you really try to help each other out and benefit everybody. And you get a lot of points back from it, too. And it's kind of a great thing to do. But, yeah, that's that's Battlefield 5's review. I, I think I gave it an 8.6. I think it's what the review on it is right now for me. Solid. The barkeeper scale, yeah, I think that was like a... Because I also separated guns and everything, and I, I don't remember what exactly what it was, but I think I gave that an 8.6 and a Red Dead 2, which I, I don't think I'm going to get to that today, really. I'm not going to go to... I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2, it's a great game in single player, and there's so much I can talk about for days upon days, but it's... I mean, really, you just need to know, Cowboy Game... Looks amazing. One of the best graphic. One of the best. Like it's nowadays. It really you can't say it's the best graphics because they're all just getting to a point now where they're all just great graphics. Battlefield yep. One or Battlefield Five, and forgive me for even saying this, but 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 or Battlefront. Gosh dang, all these battles. <laughs> Battlefront. Uh, the ba the Star Wars game by EA. Yep. Even though it was a bad game and nobody liked all the... Like, it didn't come out with a lot of content and it still hasn't to this day. And it was a pay-to-play game and all that crap. I can forgive EA for all that crap. I'm sorry, I can. I forgive a lot of companies because they pull this crap. But then six months down the road, they fix it and they put a bandit on it and we move along. And it's still a great game.
So and it looks amazing too. It, it does. It it looks great. It looks wonderful. But uh, I know that also another announcement that just got released is that Anthem, the new game by EA, that will be coming out in March of twenty or no no it's next year. It's March of next year. Uh, I know around that time. I don't know the exact date, but that game will actually be an, a co-op only experience. It's not going to be a PvP game. That comes out, oh, it's actually February 22nd of next year. So, yeah, that will be a co-op-only experience, and there will there, there will eventually be PvP experiences. I, I think they'll intro that later on, but we'll see. It will be a great game, I think. It, anyways, it's Iron Man, like Iron Man in a sci-fi experience. I, I If Iron Man met Avatar... That's what you get with this. <laughs> All right, that sounds fun. Yeah, like the, I've never heard of that one. That it actually sounds really fun. Yeah, like that's the 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 aliens, whatever they are. They they look like something you'd see on Avatar the movie, and that would be my best representation of it. But other than that, I think that there's a lot of great games coming out. I think that we've covered a lot of things today, and I think that this is a great way that we have done a lot. And you know what? I think that. We might be wrapping this up. If you got anything else to bring up, Mark, I don't know if you maybe want to talk about one more thing. No, I think I think we covered pretty much all the things I wanted to talk about. Yeah, this time. yeah, I think this is a way. This is a great intro episode, and I, I hope all you have have had fun listening to us talk about it, having a great experience with us, and I hope that you will stop in for the next episode when we will probably be back in December. Uh, we'll. I'll look at the schedule and whatnot, see where I can fit it in. But you know what? Thank you all for stopping by. And this is the Tavern, Tabs Tavern. And I hope you all open a tab with us and stay a while. Thank you all, and I'll see you on the next episode.